just did it again. There is a new SEC hit king, and his name is Jake Mangum. Seven strikeouts in a row for Will Bednar. That ball is into left field. Here comes Skinner. He's going to score. And a bases-clearing triple for Tanner Allen, and this place is busting at the seams. See you later. Three-run home run from Kellen Clark, and it's a blowout. I want to thank Coach Limonis. You're going to bring the first national championship to this baseball program. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. What's up, Bulldog fans? It's your boy, Matty Light, here with Talking Dogs, and you are listening to the Talking Dogs podcast. Uh, coming to you live Sunday evening after our first weekend series of baseball season. We played uh, Virginia Military Institute this weekend. Uh, I was lucky enough to get off work and uh, got to go up to Starkville and uh, watch these games live. So I was really excited about that. Who doesn't love being in the do for opening weekend? Uh, you know, uh, we won two, should have won three. Um, but all in all, you know, we got a lot of thoughts. So, you know, we're not going to beat around the bush. We'll get right into it. But uh, what says you, my companion? What What are your just initial thoughts on, on the weekend that we had? Uh, this week you know uh knee-jerk reaction is first of all um disappointing that i wasn't there uh crushing some natural light with my fellow brothers um it looked it looked like a good time looked like the weather was decent uh especially for opening weekend you know usually we've, we've got some cold ones in the in the last five years or so but um uh you know the bats look the bats look good um they look better than last year especially off the jump uh, I actually think we even will have a problem fitting all of the, the hot bats into the lineup, which is a good problem to have. But, you know, we'll kind of talk about that later. But um, it's it's definitely top to bottom uh, much, much better than, than last year. Uh, so that's the good news. I mean, the bad news is a lot of the pitching problems that we were having last year um, still seem to be an issue. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought Cade was good Friday. Um, not nothing crazy, but I thought he was solid. Uh, Casey did not look good Saturday. He was not settled in. He was not hitting his spots, and pretty much every, there was some. How many pitchers did we use this weekend? Like fourteen. Uh, we used a decent amount. Uh, let's see. We used one, two, three, four, five on Friday, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So another five on Saturday. And another five today, so fifteen pitchups. Fifteen, yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was some some decent spots behind Casey yesterday. Uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna say obviously it's not entirely his fault that we blew a nine run lead. Um, I don't know. I I just I I wasn't really sure what to take away from that game Saturday, uh, and then the beginning of today was kind was slightly concerning. Um, but I thought our our pitching settled in well. Uh, and I, I really like the, the guys that we pieced together um, on the on the you know the middle and the back half um, on the Sunday game. So yeah, uh, overall, obviously, you know, losing Saturday blows. I I don't think the VM, this VMI team is going to be as bad as they were last year. You know, we didn't play great, but I honestly thought they had some dudes that could hit, and uh, their pitching staff was not was not bad. I mean. Um, on, I know their numbers from last year, and you know I could be wrong. They could win no games the rest of the year, but 
Um, they look like a team that was better than what they were on paper last year. So uh, hopefully they do well and it doesn't just like crush our RPI. Um, but that's just kind of my quick takeaway. Yeah. So, uh, you know, just getting into my first knee jerk reactions as well. Um, the offense is there. Uh, and I think it's going to be there. Uh, Larry is in fact, that guy. Um, how, like- how this guy had to go to Juco ever blows my mind. Dude. Um, like he was just outstanding all weekend, uh, on both sides of the ball. The only yeah. thing, the only bad thing that I could say that comes to mind about him is uh, on that bunt, that foul ball bunt that he actually made an amazing diving catch to catch, which was right. a super athletic play. Uh, well, as soon as he catches that, that ball is now live, and that guy from second could go to third. It didn't hurt us, but that's just a learning thing yeah. for future. Like he just bunted on the third strike, and it went foul. Let the ball hit the ground. He's out. Uh, and the ball's not live, so it can't hurt you. Yeah, that's not um, really something you think about very often, especially at that position. Though, right, so, right. You know, so you know, but other than that, I mean, he was just outstanding. I mean, he went four for four uh, on uh, on the first day uh, with a walk, uh, and then on Saturday we bunted him for some reason, which I don't know if we just wanted to see if you know he could pull out a sense. bunt or whatever. But uh, there was nobody on either. Like yeah, there was nobody made, on. I I didn't understand the bunt call there. But, it was um, hitting a thousand when we did that. I was like, "Why?" Yeah. I almost was thinking like maybe he wants him to go out there and like not get a hit and see what it does to him mentally. Like I, I don't know. That sounds really dumb, but I was like, maybe he's just Lamonis. Is like, okay, I don't want him to hit a thousand this weekend and then not get a hit next week and then just suck. Yeah. So I don't know. It's something weird, but it's uh, a very strange call. I don't know, but yeah, uh, like you were saying, top to bottom on the lineup, we look super solid. Uh, I mean, uh. Forsyth got what uh, one hit, uh, yeah, one, like one no one hits one. on Saturday and no hits today. But I mean, Forsyth, I will say this: he only got the one hit on the weekend, I believe. But I he was stroking the ball and he was putting the bat on the ball and he was yeah. just hitting it to people. So you know, I like that. That you know, at least he's making contact. He's making solid contact. So um, I'm I'm excited about Forsyth. I, I I've already seen some really dumbass Mississippi State fans on the timeline saying. He's just a automatic out, and we don't need him in the lineup. Well, well, he isn't striking out anymore. Okay, I mean, like, I, mean I, I saw that he could get, he got better last year. Like yes. he was very solid last year. He was year. batting around three hundred in SEC play last year. I mean, you can't. Yeah. I mean, look, it's the first weekend. Give give the kid a chance. He's he's the best glove we have in the infield. We're not going to throw that out of the lineup when he's you know okay at hitting. But and when you have bats up and down like one through eight. Right. It's not a problem. Like, we can definitely afford it. And like you said, like, he was making contact. And, you know, his freshman year, he was striking out all the time. Okay. Well, that's right. not what was happening this weekend. Right. Exactly. Uh, he, you know, he was putting him in the outfield. You know, he I, he almost, what was it, Friday? He almost got a homer. Did yeah. it go foul or yeah. he got robbed? Or uh, it, it was very close to going over, I believe. Um, um and the yeah. wind, how was the wind Friday? I, they were talking about it a lot on TV. The wind, yeah, it yeah. was it was pretty gusty on Friday, I will say, and it was not helping the balls out of left field at all. If anything, maybe a little bit to the right, but still, it wasn't helping the balls out. Um, it was it was pretty much going against everything on Friday. Uh, Saturday, the wind calmed down a lot more, and like today, uh, it was actually blowing out of right field a little bit, um, but it wasn't blowing super hard today either. Um, but a big question mark that I had in my mind going into this weekend that I really wanted to see up and down our lineup on offense was 
do we have the base hit guys? Do we have the get on base guys? Um, and I want to say that Larry in the leadoff spot is immaculate. I like him in the leadoff spot, and I like – I mean, he's got power. We saw it today. He went yard. Um, so I like him in the leadoff spot, and I think he's going to be very good at getting on base. And another two guys that are really hot right now, uh, Slade Offord has been incredibly hot on the on the at the bat uh, all weekend. Um, and uh, Luke Hancock did well uh, base hit-wise. And uh, Chance, our DH, uh, I didn't know much about this kid coming into the year. He has been red hot, uh, base hits, and moving people around the bases. So we knew we had power this year. We knew we were going to have the big stick. I just wanted to make sure we were going to have people on base when those happened. And mm-hmm. this weekend showed me that, you know, as long as it keeps going like this, I feel like we're not going to have a problem with that. Yeah, we're going to score runs uh, for sure. Um, I'm sure there will be plenty of – tweaks in the lineup but uh it's nice not being concerned there um yeah. for sure absolutely um, really the the plays and, and the pieces is gonna kind of come into you know the deep the defense itself is gonna ha- i think limo is gonna kind of formulate that to our best i don't know just group on the field just limit errors and definitely steals and things like that and uh, after that's together, he'll kind of put the bats together the way that he should because yeah. um, I think we're we're so talented at hitting right now that it's um, not even a priority. Or you know, the priority is is, is you know stopping side, yeah. the bleeding on the on the runs. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, but get uh, in. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say, just getting into the you know uh, what what we like this weekend and what we don't um just kind of kind of keep the ball rolling here um because i know if we sit here and just talk on we're gonna say all of our things anyway so um getting into what we liked uh some of the stuff that i really liked this this week and as much as the pitching was you know not there on 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 uh saturday uh especially on today i liked to see, I mean, Gartman did great. I thought, uh, you know, he, he got hit a little bit in those first two innings, um, but really settled in, ended the day with uh, eight strikeouts and only one walk. He did get hit a little bit at early, but he was throwing strikes. And, you know, I would rather a team beat us by hitting us than beat us by us giving them free bases. Absolutely. Yeah, just kind of what was yesterday. Right. And then we had a bunch of other guys. Uh, Lofgren was uh, decent today. Uh, Harden was decent today. Um, our switch hitter, he uh, came in and pitched for an inning. He got a strikeout or switch pitcher. I mean, um, he only pitched from the right. And I think Lemo said something about, you know, he, he didn't, slept, on his, slept on his arm or something and didn't didn't warm it up, which I didn't figure that he was going to be doing much switch pitching this weekend if right. he did come in anyway. Yeah, um, I didn't either. But, uh, you know, and then uh, – then Nixon came in to finish the game, and everybody's been super excited about seeing this guy. He's a guy from Texas, uh, yeah, and man, he, he looked he looked really solid. He got three strikeouts and one walk, but the walk was very questionable to yeah, a lot of people. So, um, I, I I liked where we were. I think we got to string some stuff together on some other things, like on Saturday. I'm not really going to get into that right now, but uh, anything on the offensive side of the ball, I don't really have any problems with. So that's really a the stuff that I liked this weekend. And another thing that I like, which was kind of kind of on the negative side, but it was the 
the defensive errors that we had, some fielding errors and some other things that went on, uh, I want to try to turn that into a positive because that is stuff that, yeah, it hurt us this weekend in some instances, but that is stuff that I feel like we will get better at and we can fix. You know, that is something that we can move some people around, get some stuff going, different, you know, and that is that is something that we can fix. So I'm kind of trying to turn that into a positive. I, I would much rather have errors like that, like an error throw by Hines to the pitcher and stuff like that. Like yeah. that is stuff that we can work on and get better at because like last year we – didn't really ever progress in that sense and the pitching was just horrible and we we never really got a chance so i'm happy to see that there's room to you know improve here yeah i'm with you there the and the one that concerns me the most i'm just going to go and say obviously i agree with you on everything i like i'm just going to kind of transition to what i don't uh, just offered uh on third man um yeah he did this shit last year yeah, he did, and, you know, he batted the ball around. I think he had four errors on the weekend, which is uh, not ideal. Not ideal no. um, but I've also remember when Cam James had three to four errors in a weekend, and everybody was calling for his head. Well, um, that was at shortstop, though. Well, that's true, but he had some errors in third, third as well. He, uh, he did, but he, he improved, and they did something. That's what I'm getting at is – you know, Slade did the same thing last year at third. I understand it's a new year. Like, give him a shot, yeah. But, you know, if that continues, and I'm not saying for a month. I'm saying if it continues for, like, the next ten days, they need to do something. Yeah, it's just, to me, I don't know how many options we have at third right now. Uh, I mean, Slade's bad. Lot. No, it's not. Slate's bad is hot right now, um, so it's kind of hard to pull him at the moment. And I understand that. Um, I would much rather have a cleaner infield. Uh, I think Larry and Forsyth in the middle infield, we're not going to have any problems out of them all year, I don't believe. Um, The question mark is still at first. I believe Hines didn't play today, and I don't think that had anything to do with his play the last two days. I really think that had to do with uh, the catching situation and and, um, Hancock being out. Uh, I do like the guy, Ross Hill, uh, high fill that uh, caught today. I think behind the plate, arm wise, he's a better better option, and I think Luke is a lot more comfortable at first. But yeah, that comes into the that comes into the well. How do we get Hines into the lineup when our DH chance is just ripping balls left and right? I mean, so it gets back to the it's going to be hard to figure out how to get all the good bats into the lineup, which is a good problem, like you said, to have. But yeah. um. I, you know, we're going to have a lot of question marks on defense, moving people around third, first catcher, all that stuff. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of different guys in there, um, in the next week or two. And hopefully, you know, Limo and crew can kind of start to pinpoint which, which direction they want to take us in that sense. Yeah. So what do you think about, is there any chance, what if I think, Alford can play center field. Actually, I almost positive he can. Um, and Dota, Dakota Jordan, he's going to be good, but he was too antsy at the plate this weekend. You could just tell he was a freshman. And it was his first time up. Yeah, he was um, very aggressive. And I was I was listening to uh, Barton Charlie on the way home, and they they said it pretty well. He was 
sitting and he was swinging at 95 and they were throwing him 89. Uh, and right. that, that was a pretty good metaphor to kind of what I saw from him this year or uh, this weekend. Exactly like you said, you know, he's a freshman, he's antsy, he wants to prove himself. We know he can hit. We know he's got the, you know, he's just got to settle down and, you know, uh, wait on it a second, you know. Yeah, so I'm wondering if, um, and this is kind of getting into maybe what I would change here, if Alford played center field and Bryce played third, but then that still leaves Hunter Hines, which – if we want to talk about what would be a fluke from this weekend, I think we both know Hunter Hines is going to get it together. You mean on the offensive side? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be fine. I'm not worried about his bat. Um, I just don't know where you put Hines in the field, though. Like, if you have to put Luke on first, Hines doesn't have another position. Um, he He's not a third baseman. He's not an outfielder, I don't think. So... I don't. Maybe Hines has to DH, and maybe Chance plays third, and Alford plays center. And then, then you're taking Jordan out of out of center. Yeah, and out of the now. lineup. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And and you could very well see something like that in one of these midweek games, you know. Um, so who's to say that something like that doesn't happen? But I don't think that. I don't know. It. Um, we're. It's going to be interesting to see because we have we have so much on offense right now that, you know, there's only so much that they can do. And I just don't know. I don't know Chance's background. I don't know if he has much experience over at third. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I just hope, to me, I hope Slate can get it together and, you know, get a little bit more confidence behind him because I think a lot of it has to do with confidence at this point. I think it's a lot of mental stuff with him just because, yeah. you know, he's under pressure because he knows he hasn't performed great so i don't know and it's so weird in baseball that you, you can see a player that's so confident at the plate right now and doing so well and then on defense doing so poorly right it's like it's like two different players are out there it is um, yeah but i don't think he's at risk at all i think he's gonna at the very worst he would be a dh yeah. the very worst um so he doesn't need to be worried about anything like that but it's gonna be definitely interesting to see uh but that's as of now, that's what I would do. I'm sure they'll they'll play with it in the midweeks this week because we have two, right? We played Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm, yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, what did you think of the All-Whites on Saturday? Uh, I liked them. Uh, I did. I thought they looked pretty clean. Um, I wish we would have won in them uh, because, yeah, you know, I getting mean. a new jersey and the first game goes down in the loss column, that's never a good thing because baseball is very superstitious. So if we – start losing with a jersey we're not going to wear it a whole lot you know um i did like the way they looked uh i you know a lot of people like the uh the black jerseys today and i've always been a i've always been a proponent like i was especially when jake was here with the with the nickel blacks on sunday but i was not a huge fan of the design of the blacks today with the white pants and hat i wasn't either yeah i don't know something just like they did the black and the maroon letters, like with the outlines of uh, yeah. the trimming and stuff, and it just kind of reminded me. I don't know it, it. It something about it just didn't sit right. It was very me. like twenty eleven. Like, yeah, it looked like a Russell Athletic jersey. It it kind of did, and I was not a huge fan of those. But um, but yeah, I like I like the whites too. I uh, don't like don't like losing them. But um, the nickel blacks looked better than these blacks we wore today, in my opinion. Yeah, I did, I didn't oh, love absolutely. the nickel blacks, but I loved what they stood for. 
Yeah. And um and just you know they were solid. They were like an eight out of ten. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just wasn't huge on these today. So hopefully we don't wear them a lot. But yeah. We did win, so there's that. Um, well, okay, so kind of into some more segmentation type stuff. Uh, you pick you pick one newcomer uh of the year so far. It's Larry, on, hands down. Yeah, on as the hitter on, side. Yeah, I mean you. Uh, hitter and uh, I guess uh, you got here hitter and pitcher. So uh, I would say, yeah, Larry, uh, we know Ledbetter is going to be that guy, uh, but Larry just had a better weekend this weekend. Um, we'll see how Ledbetter, you know, goes. But I mean, he not not to take anything away from Ledbetter because he had a great weekend, too. But uh, I mean, Larry just stood out to me as, wow, this guy is the real deal. You know, um, uh, I thought Chance was, did amazing. Um, and, uh, I mean, I guess I'm looking at this, uh, yeah. So my guy would be Larry on, on offense for this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. When you have five guys that are hitting over 400, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty encouraging. Yeah. Um, so that's not too bad. And, you know, as far as like first time guys in the lineup, uh, four of those five are new. So, yeah. um, or, you know, new to, to at least playing significant time, uh-huh. uh, so that that is nice, and uh, I'm pretty sure Amani is slugging a thousand. So that's that's pretty cool for a leadoff guy as well. It's um, not too shabby. He doesn't yeah, like singles. I, I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> I was very very pleasant guys. Um, and let's see, OBP. Who? I mean, assuming he's leading that, but second. Luke's second. You know, is it is it safe to say that he's a lock to stay at first first, or could he be a a two hole guy? If there's somebody like Luke that could lead off, and then Amani push him around. Yeah, um, I I wouldn't say a lock. Uh, I would I would think he probably stays there for a little while. But you know how Limo is with the lineup; that stuff changes week by week, and it doesn't matter what part of the season we're in. So there's definitely room for him to go different places. I mean, heck, Chance has been doing so well that that he may put Chance in the leadoff spot as a DH, which would be interesting I, i'm not saying that we should definitely do that but um yeah uh i i i think larry is a really really solid leadoff guy at the moment but uh you know i wouldn't be surprised if we saw him move around a little bit yeah we don't really have a true small ball guy right now so um uh yeah, yeah i guess it's gonna be a lot of extra base hits this year which is which is cool with me yeah that's fine um, with me yeah so uh newcomer on the uh on the pitcher side you know who who stuck out to you um, you know, a lot of these pitchers, we only got to see them for an inning. Um, so it's kind of hard to see, you know, kind of hard to get a good grasp of everything. But I mean, to me, the only one that really stuck out was Nixon. Um, I mean, he came in there, he was throwing hard. He had some nasty breaking stuff and, you know, he struck out. I mean, all three of his outs that he got today were, were strikeouts. Um, and they were some pretty nasty strikeouts too. So that's definitely the guy who I would say is the the best newcomer as it sits right now this weekend. But I mean, you know, that could change. We've only got an inning of work out of a lot of these guys. Uh, I wish we could have seen Pico and uh, some of the other guys, but you know, we'll see. Pico, of course, not being a new guy, but I just want to see healthy? him. Is he yeah. Good to go? yeah, he's healthy as far as I know. Gotcha. Good. Uh, I. I see. I thought that um, Stone was back to fully healthy, but apparently, you know how like some of the Tommy John stuff, 
like some have an eight month recovery time and some have a 14th month recovery time. And apparently stone had the 14th or whatever. So he's not really good to go at the moment. And I I was in the same boat. Yeah. And I was not aware of that. Yeah. I didn't know that till this week either. So that sucks. So those, those two guys are still rolling over from killing us last year. Not them killing us, but the injuries, you know? Yeah. Right. 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 Uh, I wonder if in four months, if they would be good to go. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that would be nice. It uh, would be. Because they were both, what, April-ish last year? Is that when they got hurt? Yeah, I mean, Stone was right around February, March, April. February, uh, Stone got hurt right around the time Landon went down, correct? Okay, so he, yeah. That's right. So he was like, he was fortunate. I think Augur was April. Like, yeah, Augur was a little later. So we may have a chance of seeing Stone. That would be nice. Um, yeah, because Stone was on first base all weekend, and I, I was, I was thinking, I was like, I figured he would be, you know, pitching at some point, and then someone told me yeah. that, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really big on the the Tommy John specific there on why some of those are, you know, shorter than others. I don't know if it's a more complicated surgery depending on the the way of the uh, the tear, but anyway. Um, I'm not an orthopedic surgeon, so I'll get off that. Um, so what is your, uh, I mean, I kind of showed you like my ideal, you know, fielding lineup. Is there any, any changes you'd have there? Um, and if not, do you have any pitching rotation changes that you can just immediately say that you would make right now? Um, you mean like from the starting three? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously we're not going to go on closures and stuff, but, yeah. you know, like I mean, um, I'm going to assume Casey Hunt is probably not starting next Saturday. Dude, I I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I I really think that as far as defensive wise, I'm not gonna jump to replace Alfred at third at the moment. Um, but pitching rotation wise, uh, Cade on Friday he did all right for us. Um, you know, it could have been first game jitters. He had the two walks with the five the five Ks. That's not awful. Didn't give up any runs. Gave up two hits. It's not awful. Um, I thought Kate did all right. Uh, and then, like you said, KC uh, had a pretty rough go of it um, with uh, five walks and only four Ks um, and gave up five earned runs. Um, so that is not ideal. Um, but I think KC is better than we saw him this week. But I also think that he is more comfortable out of the pen. Uh, he was very much better for us last year out of the pen than I think he started a few games last year, didn't he? Like towards the end of the season, maybe? Or um, am I thinking of – I don't know. But uh, He did at some point. I can't remember when exactly. For some reason, I feel like he is more comfortable out of the pen. So I – and to be honest, I'm going to go ahead. I think that we do see KC at least start another weekend. I think, I think Fox Hall is going to give him another shot at it because I think he is better than that. But I think – I, I don't know how that goes. Like, if he comes out and performs great, then heck yeah. Uh, but if he doesn't, then we're definitely going to need to look at a change for one of the guys. But, um, I mean, rotation-wise, I like Gartman in uh, in the Sunday hole. I, I think he performed well today. Um, you know, he got hit around a little bit early, but uh, kind of came back, bounced back a little bit. I think he's going to be – I think he's going to be all right, and – I think Cade's going to be all right. So I think the biggest question mark for me right now is KC. And if we try to keep pushing him into that starting role, other than, 
you know, maybe bringing him back, letting Pico or somebody start and uh, keeping uh, KC for uh, out of the bullpen. Because I know I, I don't want to see Stanette starting ever. So I'm trying to think of other guys that we could throw in there for five, six innings. You know? um, I think Nate Dome, I think he could have a shot. Okay. Uh, I think he went four or four and a half or something. Um, and he didn't give up a run. Uh, he, he went a couple two minutes, point two. Nate Dome. Yeah, the lefty. He went two and a half on on Saturday. Yeah. Did he? Oh, didn't he pitch twice this weekend though? Did he? Uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. He pitched on Friday. Went one point two. Pitched on uh Saturday. Went two point two. Okay. So gotcha. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Possibility. Um, I think uh, Sagente is probably going to start in a midweek this week. Uh, same goes for Lofton. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I like you said on Stanette. Sorry, bro. Don't ever want to see you honestly pitch uh, a meaningful inning again. No offense. <laughs> um, you, how do you say uh, Graham's last name? Enthema? Why Y-N-T-E-E-M-A? Whatever. That's a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't feel super confident on a lot of these guys that for going long innings. You know, yeah. I, I guess we're, this may be a season where we just have to piece it together every which way. I think there's Logan, a lot of talent. Logan Forsythe looked all right. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, and the Harden kid, uh, he was solid, but we just didn't see him very much. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there were so many guys that I felt just through like two innings the entire weekend. But yeah, I mean, uh, Harden went one inning on Friday, one inning on Sunday, and went. Uh, I think he had one strikeout in each and no walks, so you know, it's not awful. Yeah, Didn't give up any here. runs. Right. Um, Kobe Holcomb on the other chance, I think his uh, ERA is like eighty something. Uh, uh, yeah, one. Yeah. Yep. There we go. That's so tough. Uh, let's let's go ahead and bring that down uh, somehow. Yeah, three walks with a strikeout, three earned runs, and uh, when you give up three earned runs in point one innings, it's not not ideal. Um, if you think KC gets another shot, you think there's any way that Landon throws Saturday and KC throws uh, Sunday? Like they just swap them? Yeah, uh, I could I could definitely see that. Uh, um, uh, maybe you know make Sunday more of a piece together day, and you know run KC out there, keep him on a short leash, see how he does, and. As soon as this first sign of struggle comes in, you know, uh, pull him and do something. I will say this about KC is at the beginning of that game, there were a couple times where, like, he, I think he walked a guy and then got into, like, an 0-2 count and then just couldn't throw that. He, 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 he could not throw that last strike, right? Uh, he couldn't get that swing and miss. He couldn't get the put-away pitch. He didn't have the put-away pitch. And there was like one or two times that he thought he got that put-away pitch and the ump didn't give it to him. And and I feel like I think that happened twice, like back-to-back on back-to-back walks. And after that, he just kind of lost it. Um, and I want to say this. I was also This is what Bart and Charlie were talking about on my ride home that I was listening to on Sunday Coffee this morning. Um, is that these umpires this year are actually getting graded on their zones. Um, yeah. And they are getting graded on these things. So they are going 
these zones are going to be a lot tighter than we're used to. Like, they always tightened up around SEC play and stuff, but like preseason or pre-SEC season, excuse me, they were usually a little bit bigger. It was more of a pitcher's box instead of a batter's batter's box, right? Um, yeah. it, it usually was shaded a little bit to the pitchers, but you're not going to get those calls this year because those umpires would rather call a, you know, they would rather call a strike a ball than call a ball a strike, you know, because they get hurt a lot more on their grading scale if they're calling strikes two two balls off the plate than if they're calling a a questionable down-the-line pitch a ball, right? So yeah, and they're trying to get paid, you know, because I mean they get yeah. a bad grenade and then they end up having to, you know, um some D three baseball and you know right. Arizona or something. So that is definitely something that you know these pitchers are going to have to adjust to. Uh, and I think KC got a little, you know, behind there. He thought he should have been getting some of these pitches that he wasn't getting calls for, and he just kind of fell apart after that. And uh, you know, you hate to see that. Yeah, you, you hope you can you know, pull yourself back from something like that, but it just didn't happen on Saturday. Yeah. And I'm not totally writing him off. I think he has uh, plenty of capability of being a, a solid reliever um, yeah. at, at worst. Uh, I just, you know, some, some roles are not, you know, for everybody and some people just aren't meant to start. And that may be the case may not be, but uh, time will tell. Um, but going into, going into this week, um, you know, I mean, would you personally, would you personally change rotation, or you just think it's too soon? Uh, I may change the rotation. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I would not change who is in the rotation. Uh, but maybe you know, switch KC and and uh, Gartman. Uh, you know, maybe switch it up a little bit, like KC throw on Sunday. Um, but I, I think you gotta give those three guys just, you know another weekend let's 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 get some stuff figured out i i, I think I, w- I wouldn't jump the gun and just you know pull casey this first weekend yeah, you know that, yeah yeah i'm with you um i got you well i uh i expect to see uh a lot of fresh young faces on on tuesday wednesday um we get ulm uh both of those days i can't really remember the last time we had a a back-to-back midweek game versus the same person. I'm sure it's happened recently, yeah, we, but like we we do the we uh like every year we go down to uh the heck, Shuckers, like, yeah, but do it, that. at home. Oh yeah, yeah. Usually it's just one or not back-to-back, but yeah, some different ones, right? Um. So, uh, did you uh, get a chance to look at the scores around the conference this weekend? You know, I I did not get to watch any of the other games. Uh, I I kind of kept up with some of the scores um i saw you know tennessee drop two um i saw arkansas dropped one uh vanderbilt dropped one georgia dropped one bama dropped one or two bama i don't know dropped, or bama actually won all of theirs oh, uh, auburn, auburn dropped one okay um tennessee like you said too vandy lost one kentucky lost one to elon uh, Georgia lost a game to, I want to say they were playing, uh, like Jacksonville state. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there was definitely some losses around the conference this, this week. Uh, I feel like Tennessee is, they about I, to get say what? About to get humbled. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, they're, they're definitely 
a good team. They're still a good team this year, but they're not last year's team. I mean, it's hard to live up to la- the season they had last year, like at least the, you know, because it the ended in the Supers. Yeah. But, I mean, the the season that they had was immaculate last year, and it's so hard to live up to that. And if all those fans think that they're going to live up to that every year, it's not going to happen. So they they – they will be they will be humbled, um, but I still think they're a good ball club and they're going to bounce back from those two losses. But yeah, I think um, they'll be good. I don't think they're going to be anything close to what they were last year. No, uh, so they're the only team in the conference uh, with a losing record at the moment. And um, so uh, today is uh, you know or yesterday because that's when they lost their second game, February eighteenth. Last year they lost their second ball game on April twelfth. Yeah. So, just shows you how how dominant they were last year. Yeah, but. it's um, it's nuts for sure. Um, so you were uh, you were there uh, this weekend, obviously. Let's get your um, let's pick your brain on the uh, walk up songs. Hmm. Were you disappointed? Um, I wouldn't say disappointed is the right word. Uh, I think Larry's is pretty good. I like Larry's. Um. Ledbetter's, I can't even remember what Ledbetter's is, uh, but it it just kind of didn't it didn't wow me. Uh, DJ's is pretty cool, just because it says DJ uh, like a bunch of times in the walkout song, so it's like I always thought that was cool because DJ DJ. Luke's is always solid; it's the same one he had last year. Uh, Slates is pretty good. I like Slates. Kellum's is uh, should have been a cowboy. That's a good one. Uh, Chances is all right. Ross's Hill Phil. Ross Highfill, his sucks. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Bailey, Bailey said the same thing. Yeah, his is garbage. I don't know what it it's is, like but a, I never want to hear it like again. Rorty uh, Range Rover through the square type song. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Highfill, if you're Ross. listening, which I know you're not, yeah. but get that get that shit <laughs> off of there. Um, and uh, Forsyth's is, uh, you know, Forsyth. I think it's the same one he had last year, so it's all right. Yeah, it's that par- or, uh, Ross is that paradise song. Um, yeah. Was uh, Lanes the same as last year? I thought so. I could be mistaken, but for some reason, um, I was thinking it was. The same I hated. I hated his last year, but maybe uh, maybe I'm thinking of his freshman year. It is uh, "Lift Your Head, Weary Center" by Crowder. Hmm. I'm not sure that I'm super I mean, familiar. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I may be thinking of something different too. But I just remember the only one that I really hated was uh, was uh, Ross's. <laughs> I didn't like that one. Yeah, um, yeah, that was not Lane's last year. But yeah, Ross's was not good. Uh, let's see. There, and, I feel. I notice there's not a lot of rap. No, past. No, there's not. Uh, and you know me, uh, you and I. I think we had this conversation last year of like I'm not. We're not super big into the country walkout songs. I mean, Mule, of course, you had to let Mule do the country thing because that's like his whole personality. But um, like Clark, it makes sense. And Hancock, it's, you know, the hometown. He he always does that one. Uh, Ledbetter's, like I'm, I'm thinking Ledbetter's is something country, right? Ledbetter's is uh, an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Oh. I think what you the yeah. – Bryce Chances is a I like it I love it by Tim McGraw, which is the most just random yeah song of all time. It's a good song, but it's just not not that's not base. I don't know. Not yeah. judging. I mean, go out there, keep hitting, buddy. Keep stroking it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, 
the one that cracked me up. So, uh, Sajinte goes, walks out there today and like, you know, everybody's watching cause the ambidextry is pitcher and everybody's excited. And, uh, Bailey hears him warming up and it's freaking Broadway girls by Morgan Wallen. And she's like, is that his walk up song that he chose? I was like, yeah, dude is freaking banging out Morgan Wallen just about to rip 95 from both sides. So that's, um, you know, not trying to judge a book by its cover, but that's not really something I, uh, would have guessed there. No, um, I, I did not have him pegged for a Morgan Wallen fan, to be honest. Yeah. And for some reason I thought he was like from the DR and he's like from like Norway or something weird. <laughs> Let me look it up. See, uh, Jay, uh, well, what'd you think of the pitch and walkout songs? Um, you know, to be honest, <clears throat> I really did not, listen to all the pitch and walkout songs uh like yeah. i should have um so i don't really know all of them um really because you know when when they're pitching half the time i can't even tell if it's their actual walk-up song or if they're just playing music you know music, yeah, yeah so yeah the spread on that um so i know he played like his high school ball in florida but he's originally from Bro, what did you what? screenshot this on? A Android? I can't even read this. It's not screenshotted. Well, I can't read I said, this. I said it's it all... directly from Twitter. Maybe if you didn't have Macomb Wi-Fi. I don't, look. I'm on, I'm on my directly. LTE here. I, I'm it, literally looking at it right now. It's an crispy. Well, I am, I am zooming in on this thing, and it looks like Minecraft text. All right. But... All right. Well, why don't you go to Jackson <laughs> to get in your router and get back to me? <laughs> But all right, uh, yeah, I we'll have to. We're, you know, we always we we were really hard on the team last year with their walk up songs, but also it was because we weren't hitting very well last year. Yeah, um, at the, especially at the beginning. So we, like we said, were lights out at the plate. I mean, the lowest runs we got all week was nine, and I'll take that. Like if we score nine runs every game, we're gonna win more than we lose. I feel like. Um, so. I'm not going to come at their walkout songs too hard until they start screwing us. I don't care, uh, except for Stinnett. I don't care what his walkout song is. It's garbage. Um, I never want to hear it again. Uh, it is Twice as Hard by the Black Crows. Mm-hmm. Well, man. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron Nixon had a Johnny Cash song that was a banger. Ain't no oh, great. Yeah, I, think, I do remember that. That, that was, was a good a pick. Yeah. Um, that was nice. Max Miller, I don't know that we saw him this weekend but his, his is sleeping on the blacktop by culture wall it's a really good song uh lofton was sweet child of mine never can go wrong there no, pico's is, uh kickstart my heart we oh, didn't that's a get good to see him this weekend but that'll be a good one um see there's a couple of there i thought the pitchers honestly had better songs than the hitters jukebox hero tyler davis crack a bottle nate dome from by eminem um there's like billy squire on here wild cherry uh, a whole lot of love. Led Zeppelin by Landon, uh, Landon Gartman's song. There's uh they they got some good taste on the on the yeah, pitching side. Yeah, looks like the pitching side knows what they're doing. Um, the a, the Stone is uh, "Heat Above" by Great Van Fleet. So hopefully we get him back and get to hear some stuff. And then Brock uh, Tapper, he's got for the for him the bell tolls, the Metallica song that we always use oh, football yeah. and stuff. Um, and then Nate Williams has a Avengers. A, <clears throat> Avenged Sevenfold song. It's uh, "Hail to the King." So, yeah, um, yeah, a lot good. of a lot of classic rock on the on the 
on the pitcher side. I, I've so always like been a classic it. rock fan in walkout songs. I always think it's a good taste. Like rap is, you know, I understand rap. A lot of guys like rap. I think you can't go wrong with classic rock in baseball, though. Um, that's always been my thing of it, or my opinion on the matter. Right. For sure. So, let's see. Um, Going back over to the everything we had in our notes here. Yeah, you got uh, um, the catching situation, which we've already kind of touched on. Yeah, kind of um, tapped on that. I, I think that's just kind of a an it's an obvious what needs to happen, but it's it's everything that happens after the movement, right? Of move to first, that it's like a ripple effect. So, um, I guess we need to get into predictions. You know, we were supposed to do this last week. You and I both. Just completely dropped the ball on Thursday, and to our seventy-four thousand followers that we get every week on the pod, we apologize. Um, but we've seen three games. I feel like we have an, enough of an idea to make a somewhat accurate, accurate prediction, but also baseball giveth and baseball taketh away. So. I see. I don't know why you think. I I have no idea. I don't think I could do an accurate prediction at all because um, it all comes That's down to if we can throw strikes. You know, yep. I have no idea what our what our pitching is going to look like um, in SEC play. It scares the shit out of me. But yeah, me I too. feel like our offense That's is going to be all right. Prediction. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, how, how precise are you wanting my prediction right now? Because I'm not going to tell you what we're going to score against Auburn. No, 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 no. Let's just do, okay, I want you to. Because you always wanted my exact scores in football, so. Yeah, well, that, we only played 12 games, okay, <laughs> we played 60 or whatever in baseball. Um, So go through, I want you to go through the rest of non-con and tell me what you think our record will be going into conference play. You want the exact record? Okay. Um, is that is that that? I mean, yeah. How else am I supposed to do it? What are you supposed to say? Like, oh, we'll be good. Kind of a B minus. Yeah, we'll be good. That's that's what I wanted to say. No, um, that, that, that's there's no fun in that. Shit. All right. Let's see. Yo, Monroe. We got them this week. Uh, I say we take both of those games. Arizona State. I think we're better than them. Um, we're gonna lose one. You think we're gonna lose one? Yeah, they're three and zero. Okay, um, lose one to them. Southern Miss. We have, we have Southern Miss next Tuesday at, at Pearl. I feel like that's the earliest we've ever played Southern. Yeah, we don't. Well, I thought we played Southern the first weekend one year. Like, well, yeah, in a series. Weekends. I'm talking about at uh, just like in Pearl. At Pearl, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We have the first uh, classic. Southern has not been super offensive this last weekend, but I saw their pitchers were just absolutely slinging it. So um, I think that's going to be a battle of, can we, can we get hits off of them? You know, especially in a, in a midweek, like we're not going to be throwing, you know, yeah. Cage on Tuesday. So that's going to be an interesting game, but maybe we won't be coming up against their aces either. So, yeah. You know, Which I don't know how deep they are compared to last year, but they had some good arms last year. Yeah. Well, apparently they've got some really good arms this year from what I've seen. Um, been some pitching battles down there this last weekend. but um, And then we go and play in the tournament. We got Ohio State, the Ohio State University, Oklahoma, and Cal. Um, 
I just none don't. of those teams are really great, though. I mean, Oklahoma obviously they made the finals last year, but they're not ranked right now. Yeah, I know, but I mean, neither are we. And like, I just haven't seen enough. I I haven't gotten to see like like I said, I haven't seen any games other than our games this weekend. So I really don't know where to put any of these teams because you know if I'm at home, I'm watching eight games at once. Um, yep. So. Uh, I would at least put us. I would hope that we at least win two or three there. I feel like we're gonna have to. We're gonna drop one somewhere. Um, I don't know to who. Probably to Oklahoma. I mean, Cal's usually pretty good. Um, I've got my record. Okay, let me let me just go back and count here. And I will. I will not make you project beyond uh, the end of conference play. We'll we'll do that on another day. I'll let you get more gather more information, and then we'll make our bet. We'll we'll start our weekly bets. Okay. Uh, I say we win fourteen games. Okay, I have a thirteen and five. Thirteen and five. Yeah. So what? I I have a fourteen and four then. Yeah, so I have us losing um, one game uh, versus Arizona State this week. I think we'll lose to Southern, and I think we'll go two and one in the Frisco. Probably lose to Oklahoma. Uh, I think we'll go four and zero the following week um, with Lipskin and Valparaiso, and then I think we're gonna split uh, with Nichols and UL and Biloxi. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. Um... Yeah, I would really like to win both of those games. The Biloxi games? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. I don't know much about Nichols, but I, I think UL uh, is not shabby. Yeah. I knew they weren't going to be, but it, it, it's, it would be nice to win that game because yeah. they're not shabby, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, but it's in, in Biloxi, so neutral site game, and we've done decent down there. Uh, so who knows? And, you know, that's uh, what right? That's March fourteenth. Is under a month away. It's crazy to think about. But yeah. um, I've never been down there to a game. Have you? Um, not recently. I went down there. I. Th- it's been a while. It's been a couple years. But I did go down there for one game. I just happened to be down there, and I was like, "Oh, state's playing. Let me go check it out." And that was really before I got like super into baseball. So. Um, okay. Gotcha. Um. But yeah, uh, Brandon goes every year because you know, of course, he's he's down there in Biloxi, so he goes yeah. to all those games every year. Easy for the coast trash, you know. Yeah. Well, good deal, man. Um, you know, so these podcasts uh, early in the year, especially when disappointing things happen, like losing to VMI. Uh, I mean, we did it for the troops. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You got to respect the respect troops. That. You know? Uh, you know, obviously we're not going to take the, the series loss, but like, you know, do it for the troops, you know, just kind of get the morale going, um, you know, get, trying to give it back to the community and uh, to those that, you know, fight for our country. So uh, always down for good cause uh, for those guys. Um, yeah, man. So excited to go into this week. Uh, I think Arizona State is going to be a, uh, a a good challenge as well coming up. Um, you know, we're not playing grambling this week, so. Uh, let's uh, let's be better and five games in let's see like six days you know playing Tuesday Wednesday Friday Saturday Sunday that's um that's a lot of that's a lot of arms and that's 
that's going to be tiring. So. Yeah, that's no joke. But, I mean, we do have a decent amount of arms, so that's the only thing. That's that's good. And, like, even this weekend, a lot of the guys only went one inning. So, you know, hopefully yeah. enough of them are still fresh for two games this week and then three in the weekend. So, Yeah, and we got one guy with two arms. So how many teams can say that? Yeah, exactly. So count him twice. Well, yeah, I'm pumped, man. So uh, you think we're going 5-0 and this week? I mean, I would love to go 5-0 and this week. Uh, that's not what I mean. What? So that's not what I asked. No, I don't think we're going 5-0 and this week. I mean, I, I feel like we're going we're gonna to have to drop one yeah, somewhere. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'll be, I'll be happy with 4-1. That'll be okay. Yeah, um, I mean. I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, though, uh, still, with everything considered, you know. It, it, nonetheless, if our pitching's bad, maybe it'll still be exciting because we definitely have some hitters. So maybe we end up winning a bunch of games like fourteen to twelve or something like that. Right. I mean, um, I feel like if we can just limit the free passes on the bases, we can win a lot of games. We just got to make them out hit us, which I don't think a lot of these teams on this pre-conference schedule can do if we make them out hit us. But that is the key. Yep, one hundred percent. You know, whether you win by because uh, you know, thirteen runs or... on five hits is just inexcusable. Yeah, so, uh, so many stolen bases, so many, so many walks. You just, you know, you know, like you always say, walks kill, right? Yeah, especially when yeah. they're followed up by a homer. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, uh, you know, Stinnett, we're looking at you, man. Be better. <laughs> Um, Stinnett actually didn't even walk it in this weekend. We're just going in on him. I I mean, he did not pitch well, but uh, I get crippling anxiety every time I see him warming up in the pen. Dude, I mean, it's just the talent is there. It's just the. Wait, we've talked about it enough. Wait, I I think uh, anybody who listens to this podcast knows where we stand on Stinnett. Yeah, and we've edited a lot of it out. (laughs) So. Anyway, man. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm pumped to see it. Ready to uh, probably spend way too much time um, this spring watching baseball when I should be working. But uh, you know, whatever. So uh, yep. looking forward to it. You gonna be in Starkville? Uh, this like, you're gonna be in Starkville when? Uh, February twenty fourth. Uh, four p.m. What is that? Oh no. No, I'm not going to be in Starkville. I think okay. I, I I don't know when the next game I'm going to be able to make is actually. Uh, we'll have to see. But next game that you can come to, let me know. I'll I'll try to make it. We'll, we'll see. All right. What well, uh, for those of you who don't know of our 74,000 followers, I just had seven grandkids born. Um, they're uh, about four pound Australian shepherds at the moment, so I'm going to be tied up for for the meantime. But uh, anywho, I'll be watching. Um, all right. Well, that's all I got. Um, and I will see you guys. Are we doing a midweek podcast? We're going to do like a, yeah, I, I think, I think we'll get back into the routine for anybody who wasn't here last year. We'll get back in the routine of, uh, we'll kind of do a review of the weekend series here on Sunday. Try to get that out on Monday morning. Uh, if not, uh, cause you know, life gets in the way sometimes on Sundays. So maybe, uh, at least get it out by, you know, Monday afternoon, Monday evening, and then uh, we'll try to do I, – I would really like to do a midweek podcast on Wednesday, but sometimes that gets pushed to Thursday. Uh, but we want to yeah, do one. Yeah, I mean, looking, I guess we could do it Wednesday night because like, we yeah. play three. We 
we do it like at the end of the game, like and, as we're watching. Yeah, like, so we'll kind of graze over the midweek games and start looking forward to the uh, the weekend series coming up against Arizona State, and then we'll do that every week. So we'll try to get y'all uh, two episodes a week, uh, like we did last year. So that'll be that's the goal right now. But you know, we're two guys with you know lives and jobs and stuff, so we're just doing our best. <laughs> And kids. All right, man. Well, uh, good talking to you. I will hit you up on Wednesday and uh, your walk walk out song of the week goes to our newcomer, Amani Larry, The Hills by the Weekend. Y'all take it easy. Have a good one. I'll see y'all later.